Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Mojo. It is the NFL episode, and I am very, very, very happy to say that football is back. Not just the NFL, college football. That was played over the weekend. It was great to see some of those games there. Prime with Colorado and their first win was awesome. Ohio State got their win. Riley, apologies about LSU, but I'm sure they'll pick it up for the rest of the season. But we aren't here to talk about college football. We are here to talk about NFL football. And the power rankings were released today, yesterday, within the last 24 to 48 hours. Jamie, we kind of talked about it off air. We saw the Jets sitting higher than the Cowboys. Arizona Cardinals are sitting last at the moment. Um, You've got the Chiefs sitting at number one. Did you agree with the power rankings? Did anything surprise you? How do you feel about where your Eagles landed? Uh, I think if any of us walk away from this thinking that we agree with ESPN's uh, power rankings, I'm genuinely quite surprised. Um, I think the biggest surprise for me was uh, them putting the Bills at the second spot. I, I, I don't see a world in which, uh, despite the talent of Josh Allen, Diggs, all the other pieces that they've got there, I don't think that they they deserve that second ranking or anywhere close to that second ranking. Maybe top five, definitely top seven or eight, but second, second, second's a stretch. Eagles at what is it fourth? I want to say it's fair enough. It's fair enough. I think we've got a much harder schedule this year. We got very lucky with injury luck, as I've said in previous episodes uh, in the preseason. So, you know, maybe fourth is a bit high for us. Maybe around fifth or sixth would would be uh, would be better. I'm just trying to settle my own ambitions for this team. But yeah, Riley, we've seen a couple jumps from some teams. Obviously, with the power that they've gotten through the off season, we saw the Jets take a big jump uh, up to nine. Our Bears took a nice little jump which was good to see. We're not sitting at the bottom. How do you feel about where the Bears landed for the power rankings and just general outcome of where these teams ended up? Yeah, look, I'm pretty happy with the Bears. I mean, we had the worst record last year and we have made some dramatic improvements, I'll say, um, in terms of who we got in the offseason, how we got, you know, DJ Moore. Um, So, you know, it, it it's just that sort of beginning sort of start point. Um, I'll say Miami um, was probably one of my biggest sort of queries um, there at six. I don't really get that. I don't get how they were better than the Chargers. I don't get how they were better than the Ravens in sort of that kind of perspective that or Dallas in that, they kind of rely heavily on Tua being healthy. Their defense has not been that great of late. Their offense is, as you know, always scored, which is easy to do when you've got two receivers that can run, you know, a sub four three. Um, but yeah, being being that high top six and not even really having that great of a season last year is a bit surprising to me. Laura, you can kind of round us out with the power rankings. I think your Seahawks were sitting at number 15 behind your old quarterback, Broncos at the 14. How are you feeling about where the Seattle landed? Do we like it? Again, for you, round us off. Any surprises from these power rankings as we kind of close it out? 
I think the Broncos being at 14 is quite an interesting one because that that ranking's based on what people are expecting from Russell Wilson. And there's a lot of hope, a lot of hype. I would love for this year to be a comeback year for Russell Wilson. I know he can do it. And I think if he allows himself to just go with what's being told to him, go with the coaching that's there, they can do well. But having them over Seattle is a tough pill to swallow. I think Seattle's got a really exciting season coming up. we got some excellent draft picks this year, some great signings with a spoon and obviously Jackson, you know, excited to see what comes out of it. 15 still a good point. So I'm happy with that. We're still above the bears, um, but definitely some surprises right up the top. Like what Jamie was mentioning before, a little bit interesting to see where the jets are sitting too, but you know, I think it's a little bit up in the air, so we'll see, but I'm happy with Seattle for now. We're safe. So we're good. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's just too early to tell, but these are the power rankings going into week one. So they're still good to see. It's great to see some movement. I definitely think we're in in for a very interesting season. That being said, going into the season, we are heading into week one of what is going to be very interesting NFL football. So to kick us off, we're going to go too early to tell. You got to give me your worst record and best record based on preseason, offseason moves. Jamie, kick us off. Which team do you think is going to have the worst record in this NFL season? And which team do you think is going to have the best record in this NFL season? Worst record, I hate to say it, as I've been jabbed at constantly both pre-recording this and throughout the week, it is the Cooper Cup Rams. Uh, it's no longer the Matt Stafford Rams. I refuse to acknowledge him. It's all about Cooper Cup. Um, yeah, it's going to be the Rams. I think that despite other teams potentially having less um uh standout players, I mean, the Rams still have Aaron Donald, obviously. You've got Cup, as I've mentioned. I just... I have a really, really bad feeling that they're going to get some early injuries or some early uh, issues with their with their performances. And again, as as I've as I've said uh, throughout the preseason, they, their roster is so so young. Like, what happens if that you know Aaron Donald sits, Cooper Cup sits, and they just play youth rookies? You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they fielded an entire team of rookies one week. Like yeah, I could see it happening. So yeah, they're my worst, uh, worst record pick, uh, best record. I'd go the Niners. It's the exact opposite. Like they've added stars on stars on stars. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Niners personally, but I think that they are just, um, incredibly well coached star talent across the board on both sides, uh, and a, a pretty decent schedule. Not bad picks. 49ers, I'll, I'll give them there uh, for sure. Laura, worst record, best record. Who do you think it's going to be? Go. I'm going to stick with Jamie's sentiment and stay in the NFC West, but I'm going to touch on the only other crap team that he didn't talk about, and that would Seattle. be the Arizona Cardinals. Thank you very much. Look, if you listen to this podcast last year, it's no secret that I think Kyler Murray is a waste of space in this league. Um, you know, looking at the record, they're coming out of preseason. They won two of their games against Denver and, and Minnesota, but by one point, and they were measly kind of show outs. I don't think there's anything special coming out of this team this year. I don't think they've done anything all that impressive. And 
you know, to start the year off, they've got Washington, New York, Dallas, San Fran. I don't see them winning any of those games. And I think it's only going to continue to get worse from there. Seattle's going to sweep them in the division. And I mean, I could see every other team in, in the NFC West sweeping them. So definitely the Cardinals, they can just get out of the league at this point. Um, best record. I, ooh, I really want to say, Cincinnati, but I don't think it's going to be, but I really feel a lot of fire for Joe Burrow this year. I feel a lot of excitement for what I think he's going to do with this receiving core. I think he's got a lot to prove. I think he's ready for it. Um, But, you know, most likely I think I kind of have to go with Jamie. I think the 49ers are looking good, but I'm not going to say that. So I'm going to back the Bengals. I mean, as you can tell, we're very passionate about the teams that we do not like and the people that we do not like on this podcast. And you will hear us go on about it all season. So get excited for that one. I'm going to piggyback off that because my best prediction for the season is also the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not a huge Barber fan, as we all know, but I will give him where credit, cre- I'll give him credit where credit is due. I do think that as long as he can stay healthy um, and stay on the field, I do think the Bengals have a good shot at having the best record of the season. However, I think the worst record might just go back to the Browns. I don't see the Browns kind of stepping into kind of being, you know, they've they've had some lights over the last couple of years, but I think it, it's time for them to go back to where they belong, which is bottom of the bottom of the uh, the, the ladder. So for me, I'm going to go Browns on that one. And look, I'm going to share with the Texans there too. I think the Texans did a great job in the offseason, but I also think it's the Texans. Um, but I do think the Browns are going to take worst record of uh, the NFL season. Riley, you know, they always say that the NFL is scripted. So what are your picks <laughs> for for this uh, off se- uh, for this season, best and worst? Um, well, Laura actually stole mine. I was going to say that. Um, but if we're going on scripted, I don't think much besides the Jets going 0 and 16. I don't think 17. Sorry, 17. I don't think anything will make me happier than watching the Packers go 0 and 17. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I will, I mean, they lost some, I mean, they lost Rogers. They lost some defensive players. They lost, you know, veteran receivers to the Jets. Um, and, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was quite the dedicated man to that team, as much as I hate it, um, and they pissed him off somehow. So let's just say that they made a big mistake and Jordan Love actually has the worst record of any Rook, like or I almost called him a rookie quarterback because he's literally not played that many games ever. Um, that would make me very happy. And I am going to stick with the Bengals. I think this is probably their last chance to make a run. Um, there's so many of their players who are playing well who are about to need a contract extension. And if they can't prove that as a collective they can do this, then somebody's going to get cut. They're going to lose T Higgins because they won't be able to keep him and Jamar Chase unless Burrow's got his, he's going to reset the quarterback market with his new deal when that comes through. He's going to have to have a team-friendly deal in that sense, which means that T Higgins, um, 
Jamar Chase, they're all going to have to fit into that that sort of direction. Um, and if they don't do it this year, then I don't see them doing it. They have a pretty easy, not easy schedule, but they do have um, their AFC South, I think. So they get two rookie quarterbacks that they get diverse. Plus, I think they have Carolina as well. So they've got some some easy matchups that they should definitely be taking advantage of. So it looks like we're on the same page with the Bengals. Jamie might be the only person that's a little bit off kilter here, but Laura did kind of back you up. So I guess that's half a point there. Um, we'll see if the script plays out. Riley, we all know that I would love to see the Packers go 0-17 as well. So I will definitely back that decision there. We will come back to this at the end of the NFL season and see how well we did and if we came anywhere close uh, to our predictions. But again, keeping it with the theme of too early to tell, we are going to go around the grounds for the NFL awards that they hand out at the end of the year. So we're going to kick it off with NFL MVP. This has been won by a couple players, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, the Baltimore quarterback, whose name now escapes me because he's just not re- that relevant to me. Uh, thank you. But round the grounds, Laura, to kick us off, your pick for MVP for the 2023-24 season. MVP, I'm sticking with the theme of the night, backing the Cats. I'm going with Joe Burrow. Kind of jumping on what Riley said, if the man can stay healthy, I think he's an absolute shoo Jamie, MVP pick? Micah Parsons. I'm all in. I'm all in. I think he's going to be really, Michael Parsons, that is a bold pick there, but we'll go with it. Riley, what about you? Yes, you stole my pick again, kind of a little bit. Again, yeah, I think Byron needs to have, I think he needs to have that season to to have that record. Um, So I'm going to stick with with him. All right, we got two for Barrow. Ooh, for me? Just because I think it might happen, I'm thinking they might surprise somebody. Josh Allen, I think might get it. I think that's going to be my pick there. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one, but uh, we will see. But I'm going with Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to kick off, kick us off for Offensive Player of the Year. And just because I've seen it a little bit through the social media of the NFL and all that stuff, but I'm going to go with my boy Justin Fields. I think he might get Offensive Player of the Year, maybe, potentially. I'm just going to put that out there. We all know it's scripted. Riley's looking at me like I'm nuts, but I am going to go Justin Fields here. Riley, since people keep stealing your pick, you get to go second for your Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, well, you stole my pick. Wow, you both have been looking at too many Bears fan Instagram accounts. Yeah. We have, but look, great minds think alike. Clearly we think Justin Fields is special, but Riley, I'll let you speak on him a little bit. Yeah, look, I think he's got a, uh, he's got a, a true number one receiver now. He's going to be able to use his arm a bit more. Um, and again, this is to prove himself as our franchise quarterback. Um, so I would, I would think that we're going to see a little less running um and an extra you know eight to eight hundred to a thousand yards in the air um which will take the bears to a winning record and the nfc north title which we definitely like to hear because we haven't heard that in a while um laura after you've just given us shit for looking at stuff that clearly favor the bears uh who is your offensive player pick for the 2023-24 season 
Mine's going to be a little out of left field. I am going down to South Beach and I'm taking Tyreek Hill. Oh, I feel like we keep picking people's picks, but Jamie, I'm yeah. going to jump in here. Tyree Kill, unless Laura, you got anything to say more, any, any more to say? Jamie looks like he's jumping out of his skin. So let's, let's help the boy before he has a medical episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't, I can't, I can't debate. I think he goes over 2000 yards this season. What do you think, Laura? Yeah. I think there's no stopping the man. I, the only barrier that he will have is if there is any further injuries to tour. Um, but that whole regime is based around Tyreek Hill. And I think, you know, Tyreek's got it in it. He's shown us that he's an MVP caliber player his entire time since entering the league, in my opinion. And so, yeah, I think this is his time. I think it's a no-brainer. All right, we are split evenly for those picks. So it'll be interesting to see come into the year who's right or if we're just, again, very, very off track. Uh, we are going to move to the other side of the ball where we go defensive player Riley Pick number one goes to you for this one. Uh, who is your defensive player of the year for the 2023-24 season? I'm going to go with Mike Parsons. I think Dallas have a really good year this year. I think I stole somebody's now. Um, <laughs> um, I think the Dallas, I think Dak doesn't do as many intercepts and Mike Parsons has a much better impact on the game and I see them taking out the NFC East. Sorry, Jim. Laura, do you want to piggyback off that one of the Micah Parsons pick there and give us your defensive player? I do. Yeah, Micah is definitely mine. I agree with everything Riley has said, except I do not see the Cowboys finishing over the Eagles. I think the Cowboys have a lot to figure out in their system this year. I reckon we could see a change at quarterback, a permanent change at quarterback throughout the season. I don't think Dak's going to get off to the best start. Um, So I do think easily um, Mike is going to carry over the defensive side of the ball. Once again, we've already seen that level play from him for such a long time, but yeah, no, I definitely, I, I definitely don't see them finishing over the Eagles, but that's just me. And we all know the Cowboys have plenty of quarterbacks to pick from over there. Uh, I'm going to go with a uh, source Gardner. I think rookie defensive player of the year last year, I think he's in for another big season. And if the Jets came with the ball on offense, somebody's going to have to do something for them on defense. So uh, Gardner is my pick for defensive player of the year. Jamie, you get to round us out with defensive player of the year picks, please. I was I was going to go Micah, but for the sake of content, I will go. I will argue the case for Javon Hargrave for the Niners. I oh. think... He's an Eagles boy, or he was an Eagles boy, so maybe there's a bit of bias there. But as I said earlier, this episode um, stacked with talent, both sides of the ball. They're going to cause a lot of team, a lot of bad teams to look silly. I think Javon Hargrave is going to be a big beneficiary of that. Quality pick. I appreciate the uh, pick for the content there. We are going to move to our two rookie awards, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Laura, who are your two picks for those awards there? I think defensive rookie of the year, Jalen Carter. I'm excited to see him. I think he's going to bring a much needed boost to the Eagles defensive line. I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see what he does in that locker room. Offensive. I don't know, man. I think damn annoyed you came to me first. You know, I'm going to go out of left field. I'm going to say Jackson Smith and Yara from Seattle. I think he could have a great impact on the ball. And I don't know if I see both 
Seattle receivers, Tyler and DK staying healthy all season. So I think we could see him have a little bit more action than what some might think. So that's me. The good one there. Good pick for rookies. Uh, way to get that one in there. Uh, Riley, who were your picks for offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year? Up until the Jonathan Taylor saga, I would have said Anthony Richardson. Um, I just think that tandem would have been really good. And I think he probably would have taken the Colts at, at least a bit further than they have been the last few years. But with that, I'm actually going to probably one of the heavier favorites, which is Bijan. Um, statistically, rookie running backs are very good at getting offensive player of the year, and they don't even need to have a good team to do it. I think in 2018, Saquon got rookie of the year and the Giants went 5-11. and 11. Um, So I think regardless of what the Falcons do, as long as he's as long as he's running, then he's just going to keep piling up the stats that that make the difference, and he'll get it. Jamie, defensive and offensive rookie of the year. Defensive, I think Carter's the correct pick. I do think Carter's the correct pick. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. But again, sake of content, let's go. Will Anderson Jr., the Houston pick, the third pick in the draft. Um, just because I think he's going to be able to feature heavily uh, in that defense. I think we're going to be saying his name uh, throughout the year. Offensive. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Jordan Addison, the wide receiver that the Vikings picked Kirk cousins through the ball fourth time, fourth, most amount of times last year. I think already Addison's going to be the second receiver in that system. If Jefferson goes down, you know, there's going to be a lot of volume coming this way. Uh, I really like the Bijan pick. I think Bijan's an excellent pick, but I, I like the look of Jordan Addison. Yeah, I'll back that. I'll back that. Oh, for me. Oh, I'm going to back again. And, you know, I'm not like Jamie for sake of content. I'm just going to back it because I agree with it. I'm going to back with Jalen Carter. I think that's an excellent pick for defensive rookie of the year. So, Laura, I'm going to back you there. Offensive rookie of the year. Oh, I don't know. It's too hard to tell. I'd love to say my boy CJ Stroud, but. Nope, not at the Texans. Um, who was the running back that the Lions drafted? Jameer Gibbs. Yes, him. I think he will get uh, offensive That's rookie a great of the year. Thank you very much. You stole him in my fantasy picks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's going to be who my uh, rookie offensive player of the year is, and I'm going to back the Jalen Carter. Um, moving on to our next award, this is kind of like my favorite award. I love this one just because there's always so many players you could play it to. Um, but, Jamie, your comeback player for 2023-24. Too early to tell, but who is it? Ah, it's hard. Uh, I'm not going to go Russell Wilson. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Derek Carr. I'm going to go Derek Carr. He got benched by the Raiders um, during last season. I think the Saints have a nice group of receiving options, uh, especially once Adam Kamara comes back from his suspension. Uh, so yeah, I'll go. I'll go Derek Carr. Well, again, because I don't like being the person that's you know sake for the content or content sake. Oh, this um, is. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta back that one and say Derek Carr. That is who I have on my list. That is who I think is going to look like a much better player. I feel bad about what happened in Vegas, but I do think the Saints is a much better uh, environment for him. Takes a little bit of pressure off him. I think he can enjoy football a little bit more. So I'm gonna go Derek Carr. 
Riley, you haven't made any faces at these two mentioned, so I'm assuming nobody's taking your pick for comeback player of the year. Uh, no, but I do like that pick. I think mine is more depending on how much he actually gets to play, DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> stole Laura's. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly how much I think he'll have to play a relative amount of snaps to actually get it. Um, but I think. I think he'd have to be the heavy favorite of most people. Um, yeah, for that. I am what a NFL scripted moment that would be. Um, that would be an awesome story for him. And I just think everyone in general would just be happy if he got it. So I'll back that one too. Uh, it was great to see that DeMar Hamlin made the roster for the Bills and that he's back and that he is playing football. Um, but Laura, round us out. Your comeback player of the year. I'm taking Russell Wilson. I really do feel good about it. I think, you know, I still don't agree with their power ranking position at 14, but, ah, you just got to have hope. I mean, what, like, this is, this is actually it um, for Russell and his opinion. I saw um, Sean Payton was telling him to stop kissing babies today. That's exactly what needs to happen. The man needs to stop coming out with a new brand with Sierra every five minutes and needs to focus on nothing. Oh, and making babies. And needs to focus on nothing but football. Um, I hope that's what's happening in Denver at the moment. I feel strong about it. And if he, you know, can come back to what he was, how he's performing in Seattle a couple of years ago, I think the man's a shoo-in. Well, we will see how that plays out. And before we move into what, who we think is going to face off in the Super Bowl, we're going to go coach of the year. I'm going to kick us off with this one because I think it's going to be Elber Fluss. Elber Fluss? Elber Fluss. The Bears coach. I mean, <laughs> to take the team from last and then to do what he will be able to do within the season, I'm excited. And I think coach of the year will go to him. And I would love to see it. Watch the Bears get that recognition. Laura, coach of the year. Easy. Mine's a follow-on. I think mine's going Sean Payton. Coming into Denver, if he can even do a little bit to turn that team around, that will that will be amazing. So yeah, I mean, he's been talking the talk. There's been a lot of noise coming out of there at the moment, but let's see what happens. They should have done hard knocks in Denver this year. That was a missed opportunity. But that's yes. a really that's a really good point. Oh my! Maybe there'll be the in season hard knocks. Have they announced that yet? But maybe there you go. You can put that uh, out there into the universe. Another prediction. Who was your uh, coach's coach's pick of the year? I'm going to go. Dan Campbell. Uh, on the off chance that the Bears don't, you know, because it's such a such an off chance that the Bears don't win the NFC North. Got <laughs> 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 a drink everywhere. Um, <laughs> Troy are taking it out. They're going to get double digit wins for the first time in. I don't even know ever. Maybe. Um, and they make a deep run in playoffs. So let's go Dan Campbell. And it's nice to see the Detroit Lions selling out their games as well with the tickets. That's been great for them. Interesting to see how their season goes. Jamie, your pick for coach of the year. Not the Chicago one. Um, I'm going <laughs> to <Thank> go. <laughs> I'm going to go. I think the stage is perfectly set from this preseason for Shane Steichen, the new head coach of the Colts to be the offensive, uh, not the offensive, sorry, just the coach of the year. We saw what he was able to do with Jalen Hurts in a much better situation in Philadelphia. 
but this is someone who knows how to build an offense around a running quarterback who coming into the league isn't necessarily the most accurate. And maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration in Richardson's case. I have him in a fantasy league, so I'm looking on the bright side. But uh, I do think that all the drama that's happened with Jonathan Taylor over the offseason, the owner paying millions of dollars to move a whale across the planet. Um, and then, yeah, all the all the hype that we've seen around the Richardson pick. I like Shane Steichen. All righty. That will be interesting to see how that plays out because the Colts are already looking a little bit. Before we move into uh, the games we're excited about for week one, we are quickly going to give our too easy to t- too early to tell Super Bowl matchups. Riley, kick us off. Who do you think is going to be squaring off next February to take on the title? I'm going to go with Bengals versus Cowboys um, and having all the cowgirls crying because they made it to their first Super Bowl in 30 years and, oh, no, it's longer than that now. I think it's like 40 years. Um, and they Hard score. are going to lose. Yeah, they're going to. They're going to lose in in typical Dallas fashion too. They'll do a well, – who was it? The Patriots where they threw the ball backwards and it was intercepted by the Raiders and they should have just gone overtime. Something like that. That would be great. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off that and go with the Bengals, but I'm going to go against the 49ers. So I'm going to go a repeat of the 89 Super Bowl and I am going to pick this 49ers – over the Bengals, but I do think that's going to be the Super Bowl matchup. I think it'll be very close, but that is my too early to tell Super Bowl uh, matchup there. Jamie, thoughts on your uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, I really like your pick, Alex. I really like your pick. Um, But screw it. It's been a female episode. For the sake of content, I'm back for a third time. Now, I'm going to go a rematch. I'm going to go a rematch. I think Chiefs, Eagles... It's looking unlikely at the moment, especially with all the drama around the Chiefs and stuff. But, you know, weirder things have happened in the NFL. I'm going to go Chiefs-Eagles. There was a stat I saw very early on in the preseason that said that quarterbacks that lose don't always make it back to a Super Bowl. Have you seen Jalen Hurts? The man is Kobe Bryant on the football field, okay? He is... Um, you know what? You're gonna. You're just gonna try and prod me here. I'm backing we, out of this. <laughs> he's getting worked up, everybody. I am but, worked uh, up. Laura, Jamie, Tom, can you step in here, please, and give us the Super Bowl uh, picks? I can. It's easy. I'm going Eagles in the NFC, and I am torn. I think it'll be the Bengals, but then there's a secret part of me that would love to see the Bills. And like, I kind of want to like put that out there into the universe so it might actually happen. But like, I think both of those teams will be the AFC championship. I think that's going to be the game of the season. So let me, let me do that. Let me make a happy medium. Okay. Well, happy medium. Fine. If you will. It did calm down, Jamie. So I think that we're good. <laughs> so <laughs> I've kept track of these. We're going to come back to these. At the end, just before Super Bowl kicks off, we will revisit whether or not we got any of this right, if we were close at all, if we were just very, very off. Um, But before we get out of here, guys, like I said, week one, it kicks off Friday morning. Football is back. Riley, I think I know what your pick is because it might be similar to my pick, but the week one game that you are most excited to watch this weekend is um it's actually bills versus jets that's just mean 
<laughs> yeah, I think Rod is a New York battle of. Um, I think you know Bills have got to come into Jets and MetLife. Are they still at MetLife? Yeah, I think it'll be very interesting considering everything that's happened to the Jets in the offseason and everything that the Bills sort of went through last year. Um, I think that'll be, I think that'll be absolutely, I hope it is no defense whatsoever. Give me 41 42. It's it, it's going to be an interesting game, and I think it might come down to which quarterback is going to be more mobile, and we both know that's not Rodgers. Um, <laughs> but since I was riding high before that uh, answer and got a little bit shot down, I'm going to give my answer there because I thought you were going to say the Bears beat the Packers in week one, but you didn't, so I will. I am very much looking forward to the Bears. I am very much looking forward to seeing the Packers without Rodgers, and I'm very much looking forward to the Bears taking a week one win over Green Bay. So that is what I'm looking forward to for week one now that football is back. Laura, what is your week one game you are most looking forward to seeing? Seattle and the Rams. For those of you who are not in the different Mojo group chats, Jamie has been trying to get rid of Cooper Cup for the last couple of days. I think he has sent trade requests to every single person in the league except for Riley because he knows she's too smart for that. Um, which I guess is kind of an insult to the rest of us. But anyway, I am excited for Bobby Wagner to be back in Seattle. I am excited for this team to just come out and put on a show. I think it's going to be an easy win. I think it's going to be 30s to 14. I think I see two touchdowns potentially. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Another game I'm excited for really quickly is the Chargers and the Dolphins. I think that's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a very telling game on how both of those um, team seasons are going to set up for the stretch. I'm very much looking forward to all these uh, new quarterbacks in their systems as well that have come out of college. going to be interesting to see those guys kick it off and see how they do. Jamie, to round us out for week one before we go, who, which game are you most looking forward to? I have a 1A and a 1B. Please just bear with me. 1A, uh, I'm going to go with the Niners versus the Steelers uh, because I think everything I've said about the Niners uh, this episode, I'm massively high on them this season. I actually also really like the Steelers uh, moving into this year. I'm excited to see, or I'm hoping to see George Pickens take a take a jump. I'm in on the Kenny Pickett train. I love the man. And yeah, I, I just think it's Mike Tomlin coaching versus... Shanahan. Shanahan. Thank you. God damn. Um, those two, it's going to be interesting to see how they go against each other, how they scheme. Uh, my one B is the Chicago game versus Green Bay for the complete opposite reason, because I cannot wait. I cannot wait until Green Bay hands you a loss and you realize that just because Rogers has left does not mean you have escaped this purgatory. You are destined to lose to the Packers. (laughs) It will never change. No, I disagree with that one. Wow. Just so everyone can hear this now, Jamie will no longer be on the podcast moving forward <laughs> based on that comment. But I appreciate your candor there, Jamie, as always. Uh, we'll talk about that off air later. But as usual, thank you for joining me as we talk about all things NFL. We'll be back next week where we review week one and we look forward to the season and what week two is going to bring us.